Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It's the Round All Rock Podcast. Sorry. Divine, your temporary host of Round Ball Rock, and this is a very special second episode of the week we were not planning on doing, but the NBA will not let us take a vacation. Sean, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. I am in Humboldt County, uh, not an NBA hotbed, but uh, the home of Cornell Reed, our friend and popular podcast guest. Uh, uh, childhood true. home. Also, childhood home of my girlfriend, and I am in her parents' house uh, in the Redwoods. Sick but I'm rag, not dude. on a mountain like that other time. Well, that was the worst. No one liked when you were on that mountain. Uh, including me. It was terrible. Uh, yeah, I believe friend of the show, Keith Parrish, described that episode as sounding like we recorded it on walkie-talkies. So, hopefully uh, this sounds yes. better. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, nothing like being on a desolate mountain with no internet and uh, speaking through tin cans for a podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, Sean, we've got some big NBA news. Oh, my God. Okay, yes. Our top story this week uh-huh. involves Giannis. Oh, Have you okay. seen this? Big Giannis news. No, I haven't. Uh, Portland waved Giorgio's Papa Giannis. Oh, my God. 
He's the second greatest Giannis Giannis in NBA history. He is the best Papa John, though. By That's far. true. Like, <laughs> by easily. This week has made it very clear. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Uh, before this week, it was also clear, but... Yeah. It's, um... He really locked it in. Um, so Papa G is going to uh, Greece, where he's going to start uh, some pretty bad-tasting uh gyro pizzas i guess or like pizza with feta cheese or whatever they eat in greece olives it's all olives dude oh well that'll be good better ingredients better olives (laughs) papa Giannis. um uh did you hear peyton manning sold all his papa john's franchises like two months ago mm, sounds like insider trading to me (laughs) definitely peyton manning is a criminal (laughs) um but no what we're really here to talk about are trades so many yeah. trades. We got zero trades at the draft and a million trades <laughs> five days after Summer League for some reason. Uh, NBA, please stop. I want to take two weeks off from this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Something will happen all the time. Um, so our first trade, Sean. Yes. The Raptors. They got... Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green for DeMar DeRozan, Jakob Pertl, or I like to call him Good Papa G, <laughs> and a 2019 first round pick that is protected 1 through 20 and converts to two second round picks if it is not conveyed. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say this is a hot button trade, if you will. The, yeah, people uh, are people are ramped up for a lot of reasons. The basket blogging community, not so into this trade for the Spurs, but the uh, Fortnite playing community, very into this <laughs> trade for the Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all they have to do is uh, maybe they can swing a trade for Carl Anthony Towns, right? The the greatest Fortnite player in the NBA. I mean, well, we don't want to talk about that. Jimmy Butler's a cop. Okay. He'll, tell on us um (laughs) that's true uh but sean where where do you sit on this trade are you with team cap space or team pearl jam (laughs) oh my god that's that's very that's very interesting i actually have not heard their renditions because i was listening to a stephen king audiobook Mm. while i was traveling instead very spooky Um. are you spooked out (laughs) I was pretty spooked out. A guy, a guy in a coma, made a picture frame fall down at the end. So Ooh. It was very spooky. Um, <laughs> uh, I I love this trade for the Raptors because uh, to me this is like okay, this is nothing against Demar Derozan who I like and really root for. I think it's cool that he went to Toronto, uh, but. Uh, Kawhi Leonard is great, assuming he's not that hurt, and I feel like maybe what we've been hearing about Kawhi for the past couple months leads me to believe that he probably is not really that hurt. You know what I mean? Like, he he was hurt, I'm sure, but like, kind of seems like there may have been some other issues that were delaying his return. What are you gonna do next? (laughs) Sext my wife? (laughs) Uh, but I'm I'm not really worried about his quad injury. Um, 
But also, I mean, mainly, he's good. He's worth a shot for one year. And uh, they could definitely make the finals with this team. And, okay, I like DeMar. Uh, it sucks that he got traded. But also, um, they – you can only lose in the playoffs the same way with the same guys so many times in a row. Unless you're the Oklahoma City Thunder, I guess. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, I mean, it, it kind of seemed like they might get rid of DeMar anyway, not for Kawhi. But now they got out of his salary. I think it's just worth a shot. Like, I'm... I'm going to be honest here, Sean. I'm going to yeah. disagree with you really quickly. Okay. Um, I was taking – look, and this is – I know it's the the least slammed up take possible because you're uh-huh. supposed to hate mid-range jumpers and DeMar DeRozan's overpaid. Uh-huh. But I was looking at trades like this, right? Uh-huh. And if you just look at it as tiers of players – uh-huh. It is very rare to trade a top 10 player for a top 15 player. Yeah, it it's cool. It's like a you you get those sometimes in baseball, those kind of challenge trades where the yeah. guys also basically play the same position. Like It's cool. I understand we're all supposed to be like jerking off over picks and prospects all the time because that's what yeah. basketball's supposed to be. But you know what? DeMar DeRozan was a third-team All-NBA player last year, and he gets better every single year. And Greg Popovich is going to retire in 2020. So what do you want from the Spurs here? Like, oh, oh you yeah. want Pop to, like, not you. I mean, the <laughs> right, collective right. basketball knowers you. Like, what yeah. do you want Pop to be, like, uh, fucking Brett Browning his last two years in the league? Like, <laughs> fuck you, dude. DeMar is cool. He dunks. He is cool. Uh, he, again, he gets better every year. And I was looking at trades like this. Uh-huh. And I'm going to be honest. Uh, typically, when you trade superstar for superstar in the NBA, uh-huh. one team loses the deal terribly. <laughs> Whether oh, it's like Chris Webber, yeah, or Chris Webber for Mitch Richmond, or Isaiah uh-huh. Thomas for Kyrie Irving, <laughs> like, or Stefan Marbury for Jason Kidd, like, yeah. and to me, if I have to pick the side, I'm betting on the guy who played last year and doesn't have like an uncle making him sit out seasons <laughs> at a time. Like, it call is. that a safe bet. Like, maybe I'm a coward. Oh. And I don't even like DeMar DeRozan that much. Like, I'm not super high on DeMar. I'm just, like, frankly, not that high on Kawhi. Oh. Now. Well, uh, I guess you forgot that he almost single-handedly ended the Warriors dynasty with one half of basketball before uh, Zaza Pachulia tried to murder him. I did want to bring that up. <laughs> Uh, sh- here's a question for you. Did yeah. Zaza maybe know that Kawhi oh. was a secret ruiner <laughs> and he was trying to save Pop? Oh, so he actually had loyalty 
to the Spurs yeah, and LaMarcus Aldridge. He has, he has loyalty or to basketball to, itself. Yeah, to, ba- to the beautiful game, uh, if you will. <laughs> well, and that's also... Uh, did Zaza fall on Kevin Durant last year? Last year? Not last year, but in Two the 2016-17 yes. season. Yeah, JaVale yeah. fell on Steph this year. That's right. Well, well, JaVale, Zaza knew about KD's burner accounts, and he yeah. wanted him to take some time off and evaluate himself. Uh, and, you know, it worked for KD. He got stronger. He got new burner accounts. And, you know, and now America loves him unconditionally. Um. Okay, Sean, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you about yeah. a couple of things I said just okay. now. Yes, I was maybe being a little extreme. Kawhi Leonard <laughs> fucking rules. Uh, this is a good yes. trade for both teams. Yeah, I don't hate I don't hate it for San Antonio, but uh, it seems like it was a more controversial trade on the Toronto side. It's well, it depends which Twitter you're reading. Yeah, I guess that's true because like. Uh, Cap space Twitter is very, very think the Spurs lost this trade by like a lot. <laughs> but, but and that is they, what I was reacting to. <laughs> did they did they have like a bunch of looming cap space available? Because I don't really think they did. I mean, I guess people were like, they should have got off Pau Gasol's money or Patty yeah. Mills's money or something, but uh well, and also, Moderna, were they going to have to take I, a bunch of money back if look, they did that? I'm I'm using <laughs> cap space Twitter as a uh, euphemism for uh, modernity Twitter. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I I know what you're talking. They about. They just hate, you know, like Brent and Randy. They assets. Just hate. Oh my god, yeah, they want... they were we they wanted to come on the show this week, but it was just too much too much anger. Yeah. Plus, and also, yeah. Let's be honest. Randy got locked in the dollhouse that he lived yeah, by, in. Yeah, by an angry Brett. Yeah. I, he was just furious. He was oh, so dead. upset that the pick protections weren't good enough that uh, mm-hmm. he took it out on Randy once again. God, it's a sad moment. A slammed up world. But, I mean, they are affiliates of ours, so what are we going to do? We, they tricked us into signing that uh, <laughs> that contact that contract with 10 player options. So Yeah. <laughs> we have to air them. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I basically I just it, it's not even anything against Demar, but like I just feel like you have to change the team. It's the same reason why I was kind of okay with Dwayne Casey being fired, even though it wasn't really fair. But like at some point, you have to change what you're doing. Sure. You um, just hate. The Toronto Raptors. <laughs> you want it? You want to blow it up? <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, they they seem like they could have a extremely strong defensive team next year. Yeah, uh, I will say, as a fan of uh, cool steals and sick blocks, uh-huh. uh, this team's pretty exciting. The Siakam at center lineup work with uh. Kawhi OG. Danny Green and Kyle Lowry is like a real, uh, a real two K run and run and steal uh, lineup. Yeah, uh, there's also been a big deal made about how Demar got betrayed by the Raptors mm-hmm. uh, because they told him 
they weren't going to trade him and then they traded him. Yeah. But it kind of sounds like, I mean, Masai Ujiri, the Toronto GM, uh, did seem, did apologize very nicely and basically said we were like fourth in line to trade for Kawhi a week ago. Right. So it sounds like um, no one really offered anything for him. This is, this is a similar uh, thing that happened with the boogie signing where it turns out that like there weren't really good offers on the table. Like Boston wouldn't trade. I think they had five guys on their roster that were off the table. Well, it also seemed like the Spurs were playing hardball with everyone, but the Raptors, because I guess they, apparently they told the 76ers they weren't going to trade with them unless they got Simmons or Embiid. Well, also Fultz was off the table from the Sixers. And so, but I mean, clearly like like, they weren't going to take an offer that didn't have like a, good player in it because again pop has two more years here but like would you feel better about this trade if you're a spurs fan if you got like robert covington back no isn't DeMar he like DeRozan's almost the same better. age as Kawhi? yeah like demar's gonna be a good player like they i'm i'm pretty sure the spurs are gonna make the playoffs again don't you think yes well let's i have some questions for you uh, okay that we should answer first question how yeah. good are the Raptors now? Uh, top two teams in the East, but they have a single player that's better than anyone on Boston. True. Uh, I mean, no disrespect to Al Horford. I mean, I'm going to be honest. I was going to pick the Raptors to win the East this year anyway, and I still uh-huh. am. Um, uh, yeah, they the team is super deep, and, uh, you know, they, they probably need... Pascal Siakam, but that's it's so weird to say his name. I do think he's good, but it sounds weird to say that Pascal dude. Siakam's an X Factor. That dude rules. I love that guy. Um, yeah. All right. My next question: How good are the Spurs now? Which you've kind of started to answer. I sort of started to answer. I actually thought the Spurs would probably be able to get a low playoff seed. Uh, almost like regardless of the return, but with DeMar, I think they're going to be pretty good. Uh, They, I'm surprised they were so intent on moving Danny Green, but uh, it does seem like they've been trying to trade him for six months. Yeah, I don't normally laugh at memes, but that meme that someone shared of... uh, where it was Steve Carell on from the office, like making a mean face, and it said Danny Green staring at Kawhi Leonard the entire flight to Toronto. <laughs> really made me laugh. Um, uh, Danny Green feels like a guy who should have been on the Raptors years ago, though. You know, yes, like he has he a very with An- he has a very what? Anthony Parker that was, feel to yeah, him. Yeah, absolutely. Mo Peterson, like he's right in that sweet like ineffective Chris Bosch supporting cast sweet spot. Well, and what's funny about that is Jorge Garbajosa feels like he should be on his 12th <laughs> year as a spur. Uh, <laughs> that ankle. Didn't he hurt his ankle and it just derailed everything? I think he was just really fucking old. Oh, uh, I think that... he came to the league real old. Um, that guy ruled the love Jorge Garbajosa. Um, all right. My next question for you. Oh, yes. So, you have them as a top... I think they're the best team in the East. You don't think so? 
Uh, I mean, the Celtics might be better. It's just weird. I, I don't know. Who knows what's going to happen? Like, anybody on the roster could be traded at any moment. So. It's true. And we also, who knows if Nick Nurse is good. Could be a real, like, Frank Vogel, Dave Yeager situation. Man, um, Garbiosa, okay, he was a first-team all-rookie, but he was 30. Yeah. And then he got hurt the very next year. Uh, that guy ruled, though. <laughs> he was uh, awesome. He looked like he smoked during games. All right, um, <laughs> so my question for you, Sean, is uh-huh. did this trade ruin all of baseball's all-star momentum? Uh, the answer is uh, yes and no, because it was a super exciting all-star game with tons of dingers. It went extra innings, and uh, the problem was they also dug up the racist tweets of the pitcher on the mound for the National League at the time, Josh Hader. And so players were clearly even seeing this happen in the dugout, and then he gave up a uh, game-losing three-run homer as well. Um, but uh, but yeah, this trade broke at 4 a.m. right after the All-Star game, and People just stop talking about the All-Star game, except for the racist pitcher. Can I um, have a little PSA here real quick? Oh, please, please. Uh, If you are a pro athlete, Mm -hmm. uh, the director of Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Mm -hmm. or a Duplass brother, just delete your Twitter. There's no reason to have one. Just especially anything from when – like, no one cares – how often have, has someone dug up an old tweet and then someone said, wow, that is wonderful. <laughs> that was a wonderful thing we found. Uh, I did like the person who, who dug up a different uh, a White Sox pitcher's tweets that were all like, man, I love animated films. Yeah. Like that guy that was... It was like so excited to go to the aquarium. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend 95 percent of my time in the touch tank. Yeah, that was that was great. Uh, yeah. Also, it, it or if any of our life our, our listeners are in high school or college, there's no real reason to tweet. Yeah, like like maybe talk to people Look, and informationally, but like you will regret everything that you have put any into any kind of permanent record. Once you turn 25, so just protect it or like auto delete your tweets. I mean, I think there's a great app called Cyberdust that might be able to help you. With this. <laughs> um, I have said this to you privately, but I'm going to yeah. say it publicly. I long so hard for the day. I cannot wait for the day where I am successful enough to delete all my social media. <laughs> oh, it's great. I cannot wait. Uh, but yeah, I pretty yet. much don't, I hardly use Facebook now and it's only because, uh, it's only the round ball rock Facebook page that keeps me there. Oh yeah. Sure. Which we updated about four months ago. <laughs> um, all right. My next question for you. Yeah. 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 Is, uh, what can Toronto do to keep Kawhi Leonard? Oh, John? can I, oh, sorry. Can I ask you this Kawhi Leonard question real quickly? I know the answer, but yes. <laughs> okay. How many times? Has Kawhi Leonard ever tweeted? He's tweeted four times. He's tweeted four times. He's a safe bet. He will not embarrass you on social media. And the six people he follows are the San Antonio Spurs, Impact Sports, his management, HB Markets of San Antonio, Jumpman 23, Wingstop, and Jamal Crawford. That's which so weird. <laughs> um, 
All right, yeah. but what can Toronto do to keep Kawhi? Um, you know, I think I've said it before, Tim Hortons money. Um, like maybe you try the Shaq thing and see if he wants to be like a deputy Mountie. Um, I think, I think he might really like Toronto. It's a really great city. I guess he doesn't like that. It's cold, but doesn't San Antonio get kind of cold in the winter? Here's, Am I wrong about that? I don't know. Here's how I think you do it. You get Canadian luminary Tom Green uh-huh. to prank Greg Popovich while he's sleeping. Oh, oh that's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a, a sculpture of like uh Tim Duncan like boning Greg Popovich in snow outside the house or yeah. something. Also the other thing you do is you uh, get Kawhi Leonard a newspaper from this summer uh-huh. and you show him who the Lakers signed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you buy him league pass and you make the Lakers his favorite team. And you just, just sometimes when you're trying to show game tape, it's just, uh, okay, here's what you do. You hire Canadian filmmaker Adam Agoyan. And oh. he makes his own version of the Spike Lee Kobe documentary. Mm-hmm. And it's called Lance Stevenson Doing Work. Yeah. And it just shows you what Lance Stevenson is actually doing throughout the course of a day. Uh, well, and then the other thing is you just show Rajon Rondo gambling for steals. And then Brandon <laughs> Ingram having to, like, hustle back and get dunked on a thousand yeah. times. <laughs> And then, like, and then maybe if you can get some footage of Lonzo Ball horribly injuring himself lifting pig iron, that would also be very. I hope that doesn't happen. I love Lonzo. All right, my next question. But get him a really heated apartment. That's what Uh, I'm saying. What What about Drake in this equation, Sean? Can does Drake Uh help or hurt Kawhi staying in Toronto? Because for me, it's a coin flip. Yeah. I don't know if Kawhi cares about being in a Drake song, if that's a positive or a negative. And I also feel like with Dwayne Casey gone, there's no way that Drake's sideline coaching is going to diminish. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But maybe he's into being coached by Drake. Remember that commercial when Kawhi pretended to be interesting? Uh, also on the that plus Drake side. feels like something, right? Also on like the... a guy. Who... Go ahead. Sorry. Also, on the plus side, Kawhi is not into communicating. Oh, So he'll be yeah. pretty into how Drake doesn't talk to his son. That's right. That's yeah. a good point. <laughs> and uh, it feels like Drake is good music for someone who is pretending to be interesting or pretending yeah. to like things. It's a pretty safe bet. Uh, also, what if Drake gets cornrows as a tribute to Kawhi? Oh, God. Come on, Drake. You got to do it. You got to keep him. Corner of buddies. All right. uh, My next question for you. Yeah. Is uh, Pascal Siakam. We talked about him earlier. Mm -hmm. He had a monster game at the Drew League last week. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. Did his Drew League explosion make DeMar more expendable? (laughs) I think that's correct. Like, look, Pascal Siakam can can score points when the bright lights shine. It's not clear that DeMar DeRozan can do that. 
we need to get Pascal Siakam some kind of nickname so we don't have to say <laughs> have to Pascal keep, yeah. Siakam. <laughs> it's, it's too many syllables. I mean, Pascal is pretty good, actually, but it yeah, also sounds just... a little bit too much like a computer program from the 90s. <laughs> Where it's like Steve uh, yeah. Jobs is like, the Apple II runs Pascal. Here's how you draw a turtle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, does Pascal Siakam have any nicknames listed on Basketball Reference? None. Mm, that's not good. Uh, they, they need a name for him. Um, maybe he can, like, like, something related to the claw. He could be like the paw. I don't know. That's don't stupid. Like that. All right. Listeners, if you have a good nickname... For Pascal Siakam, please tweet at us. What if his nickname is just highly switchable? Oh, that's good, HS. (laughs) Um, All right, my next. (laughs) Well, that's different than high switchable, which is Clay Thompson's nickname. Yeah. Uh, My next question is. Yes. uh, Is the fact that Canada has universal health care help Kawhi? Yeah. That's going to be a real asset to him. He doesn't have to go to New York City. He has great doctors, a really low copay. That's going to help with the exchange. Does rate. have to wait in line, probably though, right? Doesn't he get paid in American money? I think the exchange rate is really good. I, have I think no it'll idea. be che- it'll be cheaper to live there for him, I believe. Um, um, yeah. Oh, this is a good question you wrote, Sean. This oh, yeah. is great. Is moving to Canada the ultimate move for a Trump era Popovich player? <laughs> I mean, I think I think that's like, I mean, Popovich said some really nice things on his way out the door, and was just like, he did he did did everything we asked him to. He just wanted to leave. It's fine that he wanted to leave. Blah blah. But like, yeah, that's the ultimate lesson. He left the country. A lot of people talk the talk, but Kawhi is actually leaving the country. And I'm gonna say, Greg Popovich, a little bit jealous. Um, by Canadian standards yes is Kawhi dynamic and interesting I think maybe but I don't know how apologetic he is it seems like not at all yeah that that they're gonna have to maybe throw in some uh some politeness training in there Oh, the other thing is my dream scenario here. I mean, not really my dream scenario because I don't want it to happen, but I feel like there's a very decent possibility that DeMar ends up losing to LeBron in the playoffs again. Oh, God. Right? Like, they both have switched teams. He had, like, a couple weeks where LeBron wasn't in his way again, and then he could just get smacked down in a new city. Oh, that's a really depressing... It could happen, like, every year. Dude, come on, man. (laughs) It's a bummer, but I'm just, you know. Um, All right, let's talk about another big trade that happened yesterday. Yeah! The Oklahoma City Thunder traded Carmelo Anthony Uh in a three-way trade (laughs) where Oklahoma City got Dennis Schroeder... Uh-huh. Timothy Luwalu Cabarro mm-hmm. and an $11 million trade exception. <laughs> Which I don't totally understand. I guess I guess I get it. Um, um, yeah. And Atlanta uh-huh. got Carmelo Anthony, uh-huh. Justin Anderson, 
Yes. A 2022 first round Oklahoma City pick that's protected 1 to 14 and becomes two second rounders. Uh huh. And Mike Muscala. And the Philadelphia 76ers got Mike Muscala. Yeah. Uh, uh, so they, they gave up two guys for Mike Muscala. Uh, and the Sixers now have 15 players under contract, not counting Jonah Bolden, which actually isn't true because they also traded Rishon Holmes today. But we're yes. going to have to talk about that on a different <laughs> podcast because my work is calling me. Oh, okay. Um, so let's just go through this really, really yeah. quickly. Okay. Uh, how do you feel about this trade? Uh, I feel like I don't totally understand it for Atlanta. Like, they obviously wanted to get rid of Dennis Schroeder, but uh, they had to give Carmelo all his money to get him to agree to that buyout. Uh, so, like, because he has a no-trade clause. I love this trade for Oklahoma City. Yeah, uh, man. <laughs> they got way younger. Dennis Schroeder, who I hate him as a starter. Uh-huh. But kind of love him as a sixth man uh yeah and like what if he he's actually a really good shooter from 20 feet out so if he just makes that 23 feet out instead he's great i mean not great because he still gets his shot blocked at the rim all the time but he's really fast uh and he can't really play defense but uh they're kind of used to that with russell westbrook so he's, like, the perfect backup. Yeah, and also he's, like, a huge ball hog who shoots constantly, just like Russell Westbrook. So it fits into the the bench won't have any problem dealing with their offense. Yeah, they, they still kind of had the deal where if Russell Westbrook came out of the game, the offense kind of collapsed. Yeah. And, and now, now they'll have a guy shooting 20 times off the bench. So that's and, pretty tight. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like it's a little more expensive than if they just stretched Carmelo, but they got a thing and they saved a whole lot of money this year. Uh, and then they're gonna they're they're definitely gonna stretch Kyle Singler and save another like fifteen million. Oh too. no, where's he gonna sign? Oh yeah, that's the real question. But uh, they can't do it till September first, so we'll have an emergency pod on Labor Day. I'm guessing. Talking about the Singler sweepstakes. Um, so Melo is definitely going to the Rockets. He's getting bought out by Atlanta. Yeah. Um, I describe this as basically sending a locker room MRSA outbreak from OKC to Houston. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be good in Houston. <laughs> I, what a bold claim that was. I don't know. It's hard. He wasn't very good in D'Antoni's system already uh, once. Uh, um, yeah. He sort of ruined Lynn Sanity for the entire country and Jeremy Lynn. He did. Who also ended up in Atlanta. They almost reunited. Oh, my God. That would have sucked. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, that's that's like DeMar seeing LeBron again. <laughs> Jeremy Lynn seeing Carmelo. Well, don't you kind of feel D'Antoni probably feels that way about seeing Carmelo? Oh, yeah. He can't be psyched about it. Like, like they're replacing Trevor Ariza and Luke Richard in Bahamute with a guy who tried to get him fired. <laughs> and and does not play any defense whatsoever. I mean, he will be a straight-up power forward, but they kind of need a small forward instead. Uh, 
I don't maybe know. Maybe they'll I mean, sign Kyle Singler. Seems like he'll get a lot of open shots, you know? Yeah. But, uh, those Houston guys are also such just good passers. I think he might be okay on offense. Uh, but Houston also... Uh, but, I mean, you think about how they play. He's not going to love never touching the ball. I mean, like, he'll touch the ball. Chris Paul like get him get him touched. He will get set up for some good shots. But also, it feels like Houston might be not, like, the best lifestyle place for Carmelo Anthony. A person who... Well, actually, maybe it's great for him because he maybe he's he seems happiest when he's hanging out with a lot of strippers. I'm so, a little worried about him and James Harden going a little hard together. Yeah, I mean, Moses Malone Jr., leave the state, <laughs> leave the country. Stay away. Um, uh, yeah, I feel like this trade sucks for Atlanta, though. Yeah. And I wonder if they're maybe like strapped for cash or thinking about selling well, the team. I think they like Justin Anderson, probably. Justin Anderson's pretty good, actually. Um, but he's like a tenth man. I know. But not on the and Hawks, then, he's not. Yeah. And, you know, oh, Luau Cabarro, like, couldn't really crack the rotation for the Sixers. But uh, if you're going to have a tenth man who's cheap like that. Yeah, Oklahoma make City, him 24 years old with some like, upside. On av- and, like, you know, poor man's Thabo Cephalosha, maybe. Yeah. Like, you could do a lot worse. But, yeah, he doesn't even have to play. But if he does, uh, go play defense and run. Okay, let's talk about the Sixers. Uh, yeah. They get Mike Jaws, <laughs> uh, who, again, three years ago in the NBA All-Star Talent Competition, um, proved himself to be maybe the worst rapper in the NBA, which is saying a lot. No, I think that's probably true, yeah. Um. <laughs> Uh, but he's 28. He can shoot threes, right? He's yeah. sort of big. Uh, he's they... actually a really good three-point shooter. It's weird because uh, it seems like he's the thing that people want theoretically. Mm-hmm. Like a big, oh, he's a big uh, stretch four, stretch five. He can shoot from the outside. And then when people look at Mike Muscala, they're just like, ugh, not that. I didn't know that was what I was asking for. But um, he should be like... A not as good but younger version of Ursan Ilyasova. Like the the Sixers kind of just need a guy who can stand in the lane with his hands up for twelve minutes a game and then shoot. But like he can kind of play defense. He can kind of rebound. He shoots like thirty eight percent. So I think I think he I think he's a good addition. And it seems weird that uh, this is like the flip side of the process when you just kind of accumulate picks with no regard for like who or what they are yeah uh your roster ends up getting full so you know they got rid of uh tlc who's a guy you'd think you'd want to kind of keep around or james anderson but also they have like six other wing players yeah i don't know man i I liked the I liked their two young guys a lot in summer league, so I'm kind of cutting them some slack here. I'm gonna be honest, because I thought yeah, Trey Young was so cool, and I really liked Omari Spellman too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean I get I like like the direction of the Hawks. It just seems like for a trade that's gonna save another team's seventy million dollars, like it just seems like you could have got more than a protected first round pick that's four years away. Like what do you but want? It's not, like. Terrence Ferguson? 
Yeah, I think I might want Terrence Ferguson. Um, I, it's just so hard to tell. It's just like I don't, I don't like that they made two moves in a week that were just like pure cash. Sure, you were mad uh, about that Jeremy Lin move. I forgot. I was just like, why not take the picks? Like, anyway, it just feels to me not not that the moves in themselves are bad, and I understand they're just like clearing the decks, but it just seems like there might have been. You know, you like you could have got actually gotten something, but you know they don't have Dennis Schroeder and they hate him. Yeah. Oh, the the other interesting tax implication thing for the the Thunder is uh, Dennis Schroeder is going to get charged with felony assault in the Excuse next couple me? months. For what? Yeah. Who do you assault? Uh, he beat the not a woman, a not guy. a woman, not a woman. Uh, I think it was a man. I'm oh, sure okay. I'm I'm okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but he got charged with a misdemeanor, and they recently said they were going to charge him with a felony, which normally you'd be like, that sucks. But for Oklahoma City, if he gets like a five-game suspension, it'll save the team like $4 million in tax because the tax is only the money you actually pay guys. Anyway, so the Thunder are probably secretly kind of hoping – that Adam Silver gives him, like, a 10-game suspension. That would be classic, like, Clay Bennett, Sam Presti show, uh, where they're, like, begging him to suspend him. 25 games. Yeah, the galaxy brain. Like, yeah, they don't really need him for 20 games. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, yeah, the savings would be, I mean, it's it's four and a half times every dollar at this point for them. So, yeah, it would be huge. All right, Sean, I have to go. Um, uh, yeah, so unfortunately, we can't talk about Yogi Ferrell's insane situation today. That's so weird. Uh, and, he's a uh, king. He's a king now. And Mock is smart. Yeah, whatever. We'll talk about that next week, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. No one's urgently hoping for our take on a Boston Celtics <laughs> signing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, these guys are going to make fun of my favorite team again for <laughs> way too long. For, for no reason. Really mean oh. things about Danny Oh, locking Ainge. up a beloved good player for four so years. So tight. Ugh, love these guys. I love Brown Ball Rock. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, our take on the Marcus Smart signing. <laughs> More like Marcus Dumb. Yeah. Um, Sean, what would you like to plug? Uh, you can check out uh, all – what do I have coming up? God damn. I have a Comedy Central roast joke thing that's going up on MSN. And then I have uh, a fun thing about athletes and reality shows. And come see the business on Mondays in Los Angeles at Little Joy Nickel Park. Uh, and then this week I was on the uh, Who Cares About the Rock Hall podcast. Our friend Joe Quazala runs. Uh, nice. I was uh, – Posing the question, do they might be giants belong in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? That's a hard yes for me. Uh, you're not going to like the end of that podcast then. Um, oh, no. Spoiler alert. Uh, um, <laughs> oh, Bon Jovi's getting in, but they might be giants, isn't Yeah, seriously, dude. Yeah. The uh, Gypsy Kings? Come on, man. But as always, so listen to that. Listen to the Who Cares About the Rock Hall podcast. Yeah, it's a, that's a, it's a, it's a great it's funny because it's our friend Joe who insanely is really into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but he turned his weird, unlikable obsession into a very likable podcast. Yeah. Um, and then, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where oh, yesterday yeah. I tweeted, I'm not going to lie, every once in a while, I bing my name. 
one of my favorites ever. Um, trust the process. Trust the process. Shut it down. Let's bing our names. <laughs> All right. All right, dude. I'll send this to you real quick. All right. Cool. Um, sorry you. about that. Oh, don't worry about it. I think it's fine. We, okay. It'll be like a nice brief podcast. Yeah, real breezy. All right. Uh, I'll text you when I have it emailed. Okay, tight. Right, Thanks. Later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.